The reason that I stand behind this strategy is because it continues to work. I am still hearing photographers say, when I use this investment guide, I have noticed such a difference in my booking. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. You can stop spending hours on Google and YouTube because you just found your number one resource for growing a profitable and sustainable photography business. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I'm a believer, wife, mama to two, and Oklahoma family photographer. I left the classroom in 2018 to pursue my photography career full-time. Now, I'm here to help you do the same. In this podcast, we're covering the most asked about topics, including pricing, marketing, client experience, and all things systems and workflows. You won't find any fluff or BS here, just tried and true strategy. Are you ready? Grab your kids some snacks and charge those camera batteries. It's time to jump in. You would be crazy if you skipped this episode because I am sharing some incredible strategy with you that I teach to my Blueprint students. When is the last time you followed up with a lead? Did you get all excited to see the inquiry come in and then feel disappointed after you sent your information over to them and they ghosted you? I want to dive into my follow-up strategy and help you convert more of your leads into bookings. We're going to cover all things leads and responses and what to do, what is my follow-up process. We're going to dive into all of that in today's episode. One of the key ways that I'm able to track my follow-up system and the leads that I need to follow up with is through my business management system, Irisworks. Irisworks is a game changer and is your one-stop shop for managing your photography clients, tracking your leads, and staying on top of all the things you need to get done in your business. Irisworks offers a free two-week trial so you can test the waters and see how incredible they are. Some of my favorite features they offer are the booking calendar, automatic workflows that include emails and client questionnaires, and the ability to track my leads. Head to brookjefferson.com slash iris to start your free trial today. When you're ready to commit to a paid plan, use my code BROOKE, that's in all caps, B-R-O-O-K-E, to save 20% off your first year's subscription. That's brookjefferson.com slash iris. All right, guys, let's get into the follow-up strategy. This is literally a game changer for my Blueprint students. One of my favorite things to do for them is audit their lead conversations and booking processes because there are always missed opportunities. Whether it's me helping them tweak their language or helping them implement this follow-up strategy, I have seen some incredible results happen when photographers put this into play. They have been able to recover leads, convert them into bookings, and get a higher booking percentage rate overall. So first and foremost, I wanna change the way that you view a lead. Rather than seeing a lead as someone who wants to book you right now or not, I want you to start looking at your leads as people who want to book you and work with you, but they either wanna do it right now in this season 
or they want to in a future season. This will take that pressure and disappointment off of the conversation. So when you can take this mindset shift, this one little way that you look at your leads, rather than thinking, oh man, this person either wants to book with me like right now or not at all. It's not an all or nothing mindset. It's, hey, this person saw something. They saw my work. Something intrigued them. They reached out. So they have the desire to work with me. The timing of it is not your responsibility. It's their responsibility to choose when they want to do it. So these inquiries are a great way for you to give an incredible first impression so that they will want to come back and work with you in the future. If they aren't interested right now, can you add them to your email list so that you can contact them throughout the year? This is one of the fun strategies. I like to challenge myself and see how many leads can I get contact information from so that I can contact them you know, throughout the year with the other offers that I have. That's one of the main ways that I get my leads to end up booking if they weren't ready to write then. So start looking at your inquiries and leads as learning opportunities and as a way for you to plant a really good seed in those people so that they will want to come back and book you as their photographer at some point in the future. Now let's get into the actual conversation taking place with a lead. So here is my process for how I handle an inquiry. If the lead is coming from my contact form, then all of this takes place in email, in the inbox. Now I do occasionally have people fill out my contact form and they request that I text them. And so sometimes I do move this exact lead conversation to a text message thread. But for the most part, these are happening either in my email or in my photography business page inbox. So here we go. If the lead is coming from social media, they may message me something like, hey there, love your work. How much do you charge for a family session? And so then I get to respond. And typically this is very basic but I typically like to have somewhat of a conversation with my leads before I do this next part. And it just depends on what they say. So if they're talking about a family session, then I might hop over to their Facebook profile or their Instagram profile and try to gain a little more information about them. And I'm typically doing this because I get inquiries from all over the United States and I want to make sure that it's actually going to be a local lead that I can handle. And so, and most of them are, but I do get the occasional, you know, because I'm here educating photographers, I do get the occasional person from way out of state or across the country. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely can't make that happen right now as much as I wish I could. So I always like to end my lead conversations with a question. I am always tossing the ball back in their court. So before I say this next one, sometimes I will ask for a little more clarification or I'll throw in a question like, oh my goodness, I would love to work with your family. When were you hoping to have your family session done by? That gives me a good timeline, especially when we get 
into the second half of the year, it's very important to figure out if people have a deadline for their pictures, if they have a certain month or date in mind. This is a great way for me before I even waste my time sending over my investment guide or other information about my services. This is a great way to figure out if this is even going to be a doable lead based on my availability. So after we figured all that out and they're finally ready to look at package information, here is my response next. I'm so excited to potentially work with you. Can I get your email address so I can send over my investment guide? And so then I take that conversation from social media over to email. Now, after I send the investment guide and I send my information to their email address, I do go back over and I let them know that they should see my email in their inbox. And if they don't, to let me know within, you know, the next hour if they check it and they don't see it. So let me go on a little side tangent really quickly about the investment guide. I'm going to reshare an episode below. So we'll link this in the show notes and this will be linked on the blog as well. I'm going to reshare an episode where we talk about the strategy of using an investment guide. And the reason why is because even all these years later, you know, we first launched an investment guide into the world in 2020. And ever since then, and I've actually been using investment guides, I should say this, I've been using investment guides since probably 2018 in my business but making my own templates since probably late 2019, early 2020. And then we launched the template shop. So if you're looking for an investment guide template, you can go to shopbrookjefferson.com and use code podcast to save 10% off your order at checkout. Feel free to do that if you're looking for some guides for your business, but especially the investment guide. These investment guides are strategically designed to convert your lead into a booking as quickly as possible. So these are not just like pretty little guides to show off and be like, look how beautiful this guide is. They're actually strategically designed to get your lead, to get all the information that they need up front and not anything extra so that they will have the confidence to want to move forward and book you. And the reason that I stand behind this strategy is because it continues to work. I am still hearing photographers say, when I use this investment guide, I have noticed such a difference in my booking. Like the leads are converting more often into bookings. And so I wanted just to take a minute and really point that out because I don't think that just copying and pasting your information is going to convert using the strategy as well as this investment guide or even your website page with pricing wood. And again, it's got to be strategically designed and set up to do this. Now, after I've sent off that email, here's where people tend to fall off and you assume that they either don't want to work with you or that your prices are too high for them. But that isn't always the case. People are busy, so busy. Think about a time when you opened a message and forgot to respond. Are we all guilty of this? A thousand percent. How many times have we accidentally left someone on red or we thought, hey, I'm going to respond to this, but we ended up doing it in our thoughts because we got distracted. 
This is happening to your people. Remember, first and foremost, you're always dealing with people. So they're busy. Give them some time to open it, actually look at it, and then get back to you. I promise you that 99% of the leads that you will come into contact with have very good intentions. They're not trying to ghost you. They're not trying to stand you up. Now, you're always going to have some people ghost you no matter what, but a lot of that ghosting happens because you don't follow up. And here's where the follow-up strategy really kicks into gear. So this is the follow-up schedule that I personally use and teach. So if your lead hasn't responded in 24 hours, I want you to send them a follow-up message or email. Hey, name, I just wanted to check in and see if you had a chance to look over the investment guide. Did you have any questions? That's it. That's all you're going to send. And you're welcome to send that back in the original thread where they were most active talking to you, or you're welcome to send it in an email. It's totally your choice and your preference on where you want to send that follow-up. Now, if you still haven't heard back from them, like let's say they don't respond to you, although a lot of people will get back to you after this 24-hour follow-up, but let's say that you have a case where you don't hear anything back and they've opened it and read it and you can tell. Then two to three days after they've inquired, so this is about two days later, after that first follow-up, you're gonna send another one. You're going to say, hey, again, just wanted to pop in and see if you wanted to book that family session or that newborn session or whatever. Do you want me to send over my availability? Do you want me to send over my calendar? Something like that. So you're just checking in and now you're trying to move them to the next step. Now, after this, let it go for a few days. And then if you still have not heard back after that initial inquiry, after you sent your information, we do one more follow-up before we move that lead and classify it as a dead lead, okay? Not a dead person, a dead lead, okay? It just means they're clearly not interested and now we're not gonna throw any more time at it until they respond in the future, okay? So one week later, this is one week, let's say they inquired with you on a Tuesday night, now you're waiting until the following Tuesday night, okay? You're going to say, hey name, Just wanted to give one final check-in and see if there were any questions I could answer or if you wanted to go ahead and book a session. If not, no worries. I would be happy to add you either to my, and this is your choice, okay? So here comes the choices. I would be happy to add you to my first to know Facebook group for an opportunity to work together in the future. Or you could say, I would be happy to add you to my email list for an opportunity to work together in the future, okay? So those are your two options. If you run a Facebook group for your clients or for people that are just interested, then you would lead them into that. If you would rather them go to your email list, which is probably gonna be the majority of you, then this is where you would plug that first to know email list. Now, I've never had a person ever get back to me and say, no, they don't wanna be added. If this lead just straight up is ghosting, they're not even opening this follow-up, okay? They're just not even gonna open it. But most people say, hey, yeah, we, we tried to work it into our budget or I just can't get our schedules to coordinate this season. But yes, I would love for you to add me to your email list. Here is my email. 
done. Amazing. So what I was able to do was take someone that I didn't know, an inquiry that was interested in working with me. And rather than just being like, okay, I'm sorry, it's not going to work out. Have a great day. See you later. Rather than that, I was able to get contact information to where now I'll be able to nurture them all year long and hopefully see them book within a few months. So that is where a lot of you are falling off the train. You need to be tracking your leads. You need to be doing this follow-up process and you need to know plan A is if they book you, amazing. You have a system and a process for that. But what are you going to do if plan B happens and they just can't make it work, but they do want to give you their contact information? Okay, so a few more things here to note. These are just some helpful tips. If they do respond to any of your follow-ups and they say no or they say not right now, then you're going to respond with, hey, name, no worries at all. I completely understand. I would love to add you to my Facebook group or email list so you can sign up for future sessions. And then you ask them for their email address. That's it, right? So you're taking someone that says, oh, sorry, that's out of our budget. Instead of just letting them go on their merry way, I'm still getting their contact information because I want them to work with me in the future. Now, if, and this is for like right fit clients, these are for leads and high quality inquiries that you would be excited to work with. It's not for people who are just trying to price drop you and you know they're never gonna book you. Okay, that's the difference there. Now, one of my favorite things about Irisworks, I am going back to this for just a minute because this is an incredible feature that has been a game changer in the last few months for me because they have not always had this feature, but this is one that they have had at least in the last year from what I can remember. Maybe it's been longer than that. But one of my favorite features that Irisworks have is that when people go through your booking process, but they don't complete it, you get an email telling you exactly where they fell off. So for example, I had a client a few weeks ago who was in the process of booking her family session late at night and she ended up not completing it. I got an email, I saw it the next morning saying so-and-so you know, did not complete the booking process. And so I opened the email, it told me who it was, the contact information, and then what step that they fell off on. And she fell off on the payment part. And I was like, okay, makes sense. Late at night, payment part, amazing. Doesn't mean she's not interested in booking me. It just means that she didn't complete it in time. So I followed up with her the next day And I said something like, hey, name, I saw you were in the process of booking October 16th for your family session. Were you still interested in booking that date? She said, yes, of course she was, that she didn't have her wallet on her. She was laying in bed going through the process that her wallet was in her purse in the kitchen. And so she wanted to finish it up today. And so she completed the whole booking process within that hour of me following up. So do you see how I saved someone that would have gone about their busy life? And if I would have been like, oh man, that's so, that just sucks. That just stinks that she decided not to, not to book with me. Oh man, I hope she comes back. Instead of that, I took the initiative because I know that she's busy and maybe she did have it in her phone. Like maybe she set her an alarm to go back and redo it. I don't know. But I went ahead and assumed that she did not. And I just sent a little casual follow-up. I was excited to work with her. I wanted to see if she needed any help. And I wanted her, if she wanted that date, I wanted her to get that date 
booked for her family before someone else took the date as well. So that's why she had access to my booking calendar is how that happened. Okay, so my challenge to you for this year and from this day moving forward is to track your leads and follow up. We teach this full process and strategy inside of the Blueprint program. In fact, the Blueprint students are getting a brand new way to track their leads and follow the follow-up process. It'll be like a free template that they get. It's going to be amazing. And so if you want to get your hands on that, plus all of the other strategies that I teach inside of the program, I would love to coach you over the next six months and help you achieve your biggest goals. For more info on that, you can head to brookjefferson.com slash blueprint and read up on all the details there. We would love to hug your neck virtually, of course, for now. Maybe one day we can do a big meetup. But you guys, I hope that this was so valuable for you. I hope that you were able to take this strategy, tweak it for whatever you want it to be and implement it into your business. And I'm going to challenge you today. Go back right now to all of the leads that you've had so far this year. I know we're only a few weeks in, but I want you to go back. If you've had an inquiry and you didn't follow up with them, maybe even your December leads, if you had some of those, go back and follow up with those people and see if they're still interested. If Even if they're not interested in booking, remember, you're trying to grab contact information so that you can contact them throughout the year so that they will book you sometime during 2024. All right, that's my challenge to you. Come tell me what your biggest takeaway was inside of our Facebook group. We'd love to see you in there. The link is below for you to join us. Come tell us your takeaways, come show us your wins, come show us your screenshots of when you actually implement the follow-up strategy. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.